Welcome to the St. Michael Easter podcast series. My name is Bob Johnston, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is community, rediscovering one another. After being physically separated for more than a year, we look forward to the opportunity to reconnect and become even more the kind of community that God intends. May the power of the resurrection strengthen us on this journey. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A reading from the book of James, chapter 1, verses 16 to 27. Do not be deceived, my beloved. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Therefore, rid yourselves of all sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word and not doers, they are like those who look at themselves in a mirror. For they look at themselves and, on going away, immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If any think they are religious and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Here ends the reading. Our reading today is from the first chapter of James. James is a book that encourages patient perseverance during trials and temptations and encourages the readers to live consistently with what they've learned in Christ. It has the feel of the book of Proverbs in some ways. Today, like Proverbs, we get a string of different thoughts to encourage the reader in living life in a certain way. I want to focus on just two of them. The verse pearl is in verse 17. In the verses leading up to this, James has described how it's easy for us to place blame on God during difficult times in life. He begins verse 16 by telling us not to be deceived by these thoughts. One of our first reactions when life isn't what we think it should be, it's a place to blame for that on God. James tells us to focus instead on our good and loving Heavenly Father who only gives good and perfect gifts to the world. I think there are two really practical things that flow from that. First is a call to be humble. Why? Because whatever gifts you have, whatever talents you have, are ultimately from God. You are a mere steward. To me, that is a basis for humility. Don't get too full of yourself. This can have a lot of power in our life. Mother Teresa of Calcutta used to say, Humility is the mother of all virtues purity, charity, and obedience. 
It is in being humble that our love becomes real, devoted, and ardent. If you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are. If you are blamed, you will not be discouraged. If they call you a saint, you will not put yourself on a pedestal. It's a practical check on us. The second aspect of this is it's a call to gratitude. Every good gift is from the Father of Lights. Give thanks and be grateful. It's a reminder to cultivate gratitude. We have been given gifts, really good gifts. This day is a gift. At a practical level, there is so much power in gratitude. Dr. Murale Dorasami of Duke University has said, if gratitude were a drug, it would be the world's best-selling product with a health maintenance indication for every major organ system. Benedictine monk David Stendhal Rast, who has spent considerable time learning and focusing on gratitude, has said, if you want to be happy, be grateful. There's a lot of power in gratitude. And scripture in quite a few places calls us to be grateful. I love the way the general thanksgiving in morning prayer in the Book of Common Prayer says, we bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. Start the day by blessing and thanking God for all the good things, especially for redemption. It will make your life better, I promise. The second pearl from this passage today is in verse 22, or the second one I want to mention, and it's where it says, Be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. This past year, dealing with COVID-19, many of us have engaged church online and have taken the opportunity to learn and grow at a personal level. And in view of this verse, we might think about something bigger. What does it mean to do church? Being doers of the word calls us into community and to live the gospel out as a community of service and love. A number of years back, I had a, a sprinkler line break in the yard. I watched a video on how to repair PVC pipe on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube now. I watched the video over and over to make sure that I knew what to do. Yet if I did not do what the video actually said, the video really would have no value to me. I needed to follow the instructions and do what it said to have success. And I did, and the pipe was repaired. The study of scripture and the gathering of community for worship is only part of what it means to be a Christian. Christianity involves the engaging of life with the gospel. It's about living it out. It's about doing it. The church planter, John Wimber, used to tell the story that he would have people come to him on occasion wanting a deeper study on some topic or something. They wanted more meat, they would say. And his answer was to say, the meat is on the street. Take the gospel out into the world through words and actions. Like the first pearl from this passage today, this one also brings a blessing to us. As we see the gospel come alive in other people, as we serve others, we see God and experience some of his power. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights 
with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. But be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you that you love us and you call us on a journey. We ask that you would help us to have grateful hearts, to see the gifts and the blessings that you've given us. We pray also, Lord, that you would help us on our journey, not just to learn knowledge and information, but to live the gospel in the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O God, who by the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light, grant that we who have been raised with him may abide in his presence and rejoice in the hope of eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be dominion and praise forever and ever. Amen. Amen.